Taylor Scroll, and this is my third time doing the intro, because that's where we are in this quarantine. I have forgotten how to do basic skills like, you know, start music and turn off box fans before I record. Everything's going swimmingly, and that's that's how today's show is going to go. Uh, yeah. The rest of the show will go as we started, uh, because that's just how life is. I'm joined by none other than Allison Queen Quarantine Sullivan. Allison, how are you? How's it going? QQ. That's your new nickname, QQ. Okay. So um, I have never yearned for your water closet like I have now. I mean, I had no idea that I would ever be like really desiring to just sit next to you in your water closet. Well, man, I wish more women told me that. Uh, <laughs> I, this is so hard as a, as a 14 year old boy like that's all i yearn for so a, a, yeah. a, a young girl to say hey can i come to your water closet and i'm like i don't know what that is but sure because i'm desperate <laughs> i would like the record books to show that you just called me a young girl i mean well, you're consistently no, making fun I, of me for being old I, I, so. I switched i switched to the thing so like because it would be weird it would be weird either way if I, I did switch metaphors because it would be weird if current Taylor was talking to a young girl, but it would also be weird if, you know, young Taylor was talking to you. Uh, so okay. Okay. I, okay. Okay. I fixed it. And, and once again, in Taylor Stroll fashion, tried to fix it and made it way worse. <laughs> Keep up. Keep up, Allison Sullivan. Thank you. <laughs> so the reason you have a new cool nickname is I, I had a whole lead for this show. I had planned this show. Everything was ready to go. And then um, I wasn't even sure for a, a multitude of reasons if you were going to be able to make this happen. One, just technically. Right. That's usually the joke. I mean, really. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. another time. But um, – Finally, you could do a whole shoe of my a whole show of my technical bloopers. I could, and I have. It's called patreon.com slash sports academy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you have you have done something, and I'm not quite sure why you're still talking to me. You're famous now. Well, <laughs> in a very small like niche of the internet. <laughs> well, yes, this niche is called TikTok, and we'll talk about that generally, <laughs> but that's not the lead. The lead is that you have famous friends now, you, I, which I think uh, I think most people would say you didn't deserve in your life. But now that quarantine has happened and you've decided just to share all of your gifts with us, like, yeah, every time you come on the show, people are like, I love the balance of the co-host. Like Anthony's the silly one and uh, Liv brings something to the show, I guess. And John is the streamer and the Internet guru and kind of the, the pop culture guy. And Allison, yeah. like every, once a month, we have a serious episode. And then you decide to like <laughs> completely go off brand and become the silliest woman on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, boredom will will push you to a lot of extremes. And in quarantine, I tell you what, we downloaded TikTok. I like start scrolling. And the next thing I know, the sun has come up. <laughs> and throughout the night, I'm like, I think I could do this. And so, yeah, you're right. Silas and I, my oldest son, we made a tiny little video. And I don't know what constitutes going viral, but a lot of people saw it, including... Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. Miss Jennifer Lopez herself, uh, the Super Bowl winner, uh, <laughs> is now following you on TikTok. Not only did she see the video, she follows you. Right. She's like, this is she a woman that I want me. to be inspired by. <laughs> what in the world, Taylor? I mean, 
Yeah, so it it is. It's totally crazy. But the second part of the story, I feel like on social media, you have people's attention for, you know, like 25 seconds. And so I didn't even get to tell the whole rest of the story, which is that she saw the video. She liked it and followed me, which is crazy. It's so crazy. But then Taylor, the next like three days later, she did the video herself. So I am inspiring JLo is basically what this comes down to. Have you gotten your royalty check yet? <laughs> I know. Well, because I, well, so I copied it from someone else. But see, that's what TikTok is. And that's why it's so much fun. This is a group of people. No one is taking themselves too seriously. Okay. So you know how Facebook kind of has the high school side eye going on? And then Instagram kind of has like the cupcake, like, um, really saccharine sweet thing going on. And then TikTok is a bunch of people that could not care any less about how they appear. And there are no holds barred. Like it's so much fun. And you just copy each other. I mean, there's no talent involved. So, I mean, I'm not taking any credit. I don't know why she liked the video. The video is really not much to speak of. I mean, I've spent hours trying to produce good stuff and it's largely ignored. So. The fact that people liked this thing, I don't even know. I love when people come on the show and just keep talking because it just racks <laughs> up my responses. Like all of my responses just continue to grow. Like things that you don't realize that you just said, like this is the most successful thing you've ever done in your entire life. And you just said it takes no talent. So all, all it took for you to go viral and be successful in life is to find a platform where you didn't need any talent. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Okay, but I'm telling you, Taylor, this is why you should join. <laughs> oh, gosh. See, I, the TikTok thing, like, I, I'm over here trying to create, like, real content. Here, here's what drives me crazy. I've spent, like, you know, I, I'm stuck at home. The biggest thing that I'm doing is creating more content for people. I'm doing more podcasts and new videos and new YouTube stuff. I'm I'm singing. I'm giving talks. I'm doing this silly podcast. I'm doing all this stuff, and it gets, like, 40 views. And then somebody's like, hey, this is my dog eating a carrot, and it gets 18 million likes on TikTok. I'm like, what? What am I doing wrong? Why am I so talented? If I was less talented, I'd be more popular. <laughs> I tell you what, the things that catch, I think the things that do grab people's attention and affection really are the things where people aren't striving because people can like smell out strategy, you know, and it's off-putting. And so that's what this is. It's a, I mean, you know, there are some people that are trying to get a bunch of views on TikTok too. Like, you know, I don't know that there's ever a venue where there's people don't exist, but um, for the most part, it's a lot of people just having fun. And I love it. I totally love it. So thanks, by the way, uh, because we started off this this segment talking about Junior High Taylor and how he couldn't get any girls. And uh, I just wanted one of them to say uh, she wanted to go into my water closet. But And now I'm back to Junior High where I've been locked inside my home. I haven't left in six weeks. And you're saying that people can still smell me? That is so hurtful to Junior <laughs> High Taylor. <laughs> okay, can I, I want to tell you something that's been annoying about the J-Lo thing. Sure. I thought you were okay, going to say so, me, and I was like, oh, good. Keep going, please. Oh, here we go. No. Okay, so I so I have to tell people that this happened. I mean, of course, I'm like, what the what? Like, oh, I'm geeking out. I have to tell my friends. So I put it on Facebook. I put it on Instagram, and I start getting private message after private message. Don't let this change you. 
just keep being yourself. And I'm like, okay, if you think <laughs> that JLo following me on TikTok is going to change me, you're taking this way more seriously than I am. I mean, let's be honest, her thumb slipped, okay? Like, what? Uh, and so. I just texted you how angry I was. <laughs> yes, yes. Congratulations. Also, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it hasn't amounted to anything. I mean, I was trying to decide because I, I am kind of geeking out, but like mostly it's just funny. And I think that if she were really inspired by some deep talk that I gave, then my reaction would be different. But because it was over something so silly and so thoughtless, like it was a thoughtless thing that my son and I did, then it just, it kind of allows you to just, anyways, I mean, moving on, it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. It's cool. But I think let's put it this way. If people gave me that message, Hey, don't, you know, don't quit being you after she was moved by something that I said that was deep, then that message might be taken a little differently. But as it is, I'm like, come on. <laughs> and, and I think that the other thing is like, uh, I'm so thrilled. I have so many things I want to respond to and we don't have time. <laughs> oh man. I, I like that you're excited about this though. So if people think that you're going to change, I want to share the non-public side of Allison Sullivan. I want to share what's been going on over the last, you know, 24 hours or so. So uh, we, we, we try to, you know, schedule the podcast, you know, okay, fine. We, we schedule it. We got a guest. I have no idea what you're about to say. This is disconcerting. Good. That's, um, that's fantastic. We're, we're getting all the, all this, all this set up. We set a time. Everything's fine. We had talked like, Hey, we're going to have to get some extra time. Cause like the, the, the last, record, we're still trying to figure out Allison recording at home. No big deal. Okay, fine. And then we, we get there and three minutes before the interview, I get a text message from Allison QQ Sullivan. Uh, that's what you saved it in my phone, by the way. And it says, uh, it's just a picture and it's your microphone with the cord completely shredded and like ripped out of the microphone. And you're like, I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm like, you think? <laughs> so uh, here's Allison. And, and publicly it's like, yes, I am followed by JLo. And I am going, uh -huh. no, you haven't changed. You're still the same woman that unless you're That's sitting right. here in the water closet, it's a freaking miracle that we're able to put out a podcast. Really? because With a gaggle of kids that don't <laughs> think anything is mine. I mean- like I had this temper tantrum the other day because like the throw pillows were all over the floor, which by the way, that's nothing to even speak of. But for whatever reason, that's what made now me Now you're sad. sounding like Liv Harrison and complaining about how many throw pillows you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that that's what made me lose it. But like throw pillows, which are apparently intended to be thrown. I'm like, <laughs> I, I like lost it with my kids. Why can't anything just be mine? <laughs> And like, I, you know, I have this like dolphin pterodactyl shriek going and the kids are looking at each other wide-eyed, like, oh my gosh, clean faster, clean faster. Anyways, and yeah. The, so they broke my, the kids broke my mind. They did. And at I'm that playing. moment in your house, you realized the only thing that was yours was the kids and they disappointed you. <laughs> oh, well said. Well said. I've been realizing over the last 24 hours, I've been realizing something about myself because of my interactions with you. You text me a couple times a day and like, like, oh, when are we going to record? Okay, it's fine. I recorded the guest. Uh, Koji DeRamos is coming on the show later. I, I recorded a load with him because you refused to show up because your kids are terrible. But you were texting me and I could tell that you were like stressed about it. And then I started thinking yes. back and I was like, this is how I've treated my co-hosts for the last year. Because my life has been insanely stressful for the, for the past year. And then all of a sudden we're in COVID and like I'm receiving 
that you're stressed because of what you think I'm going to say or think. And I'm over here like, I can literally record this literally anytime between the, like, in the 72 hours that is Monday through Wednesday. Oh, we need a setup for an hour? I don't care now. And six weeks ago, I would have gone through the roof because we scheduled out the only hour and a half that I had in my schedule. And if we didn't get that hour and a half, then I, then like, you weren't going to be able to be on the show. And I put so much of my stress on you people that now just trying to schedule a day where we're both completely free and open, you were stressed about it. And I'm sorry. I am. I have to, I am really hesitant to correct you because I think this is the closest that any of us will ever get to an apology. (laughs) I just said, I'm sorry for the first time in Fort Catholic. I think, I think that's what just happened, but I have never felt that you have never made me feel that way. I was stressed because I hate putting other people out. It's why I am incredibly punctual. Like I, it bothers me if I feel like someone has to wait for me. <laughs> you were mad at me. You were, you were upset at yourself, not at me. You were upset at yourself yeah. because whenever you and I met up a few weeks ago to record our, our, our ministry thing to put, di- put digitally on for the ministry we do together, like I was two minutes early and you were upset with yourself. <laughs> Because I beat you there. You were on time and apologizing. (laughs) Yeah. So I think we're highlighting some of my weaknesses, not yours. No, you have always been really, really patient with me. You like, you have taken me at face value that I am ancient and you have not tried to change the fact that I'm ancient and you just roll with it. And so you've never put stress on me. To be honest. Well, okay. So uh, if you don't take your apology back, I mean, I still well, think maybe you should have a heart to heart with the other co-hosts. I'm not, but... I'm not going to take my apology back, but I tried to apologize and you told me how awesome I am instead. It's just, it so is. it's never going to happen happened. again. It's never I have to tell you though, it was carefully thought out. I did weigh if I should say that or not, but it's the truth. So I decided to go with the truth. <laughs> so that's, that's what I've been trying to, to learn. I, I realized that. I was putting my stress onto other people and I shouldn't be doing that. And I, like, that's one of the blessings of this quarantine, right? And I'm, I'm trying to find, I, I will be honest. It's the, the blessings are not easy to find. I'm constantly trying to find these blessings, but I do have to share a story because it, your mic broke yesterday on, I, yes. I, like I, I, I talked about it last show. We're not going to get completely into it, but I, I started streaming video games. Long story short, twitch.tv slash yeah. Catholic. I, I, I yeah. set a stream and like I was doing everything right. I was being productive. I was like, I set the time and I like announced it early. I did all the things right. And I went to turn my Xbox on right here sitting in this chair and I turned on my Xbox and this is what I hear. And all I hear is, or all I smell is burning. And I go, oh no. <laughs> And this was the same thing as like you yesterday, three, you, you know, yes. you just assume that everything's going to work because it's always worked before. So you got on three sure. minutes before I got on three minutes before it wasn't working. I had to drive to GameStop. I just got out of my chair and left, you know, made sure the house went on fire, unplugged everything, went and got a new yeah. one, came back. Father Anthony's trying to stream with me. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, ah, <laughs> so uh, long story short, I, I shared a clip on, on social media of like an hour and a half into the stream. We got it working. I got, I got a new power cord. Everything was fine. Right. But my Xbox wasn't working. I had just brought new alcohol. I decided I hated that alcohol on the stream. There were three bees in the water closet. And as I'm complaining about everything going wrong, I hit a B. Like, everything's going terribly. And here's the thing. 
Everyone loved it. It's the most popular stream I ever had. It was the most popular time of the stream. <laughs> Everybody loves my pain. And I See? I don't know how I feel about this. I, like, I realized something this about myself. And I learned something about our audience. And I think my audience actually hates me and loves to watch me suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They're loyal. <laughs> they are loyal. Um, I tell you what, your co-hosts are not going to be loyal if you keep bringing scales into the mix. You get that scale away from me, Taylor Schroll. Just be happy that you weren't here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so to, to, to wrap all this up, I've been learning things about myself. I've been learning how I've been affecting other people. And I, I just had to laugh yesterday when you were like, you know, my mic isn't going to work. I'm like, of course it's not going to work because that's how my life is going. Like everything right. is falling I apart. I mean, what are the chances that your five-year-old chewed through it? I mean, how, who would have guessed that? But, you know, so as I'm sending a text trying to, you know, round up another microphone, which I mean, most people are fresh out of Yeti microphones, but I do happen to live two houses away from someone who has one. So I send the frantic text accidentally to you. <laughs> which shows that I was frantic. And in the text, I'm like, I'm screwing things up for Taylor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, this is what I've done to Allison. <laughs> and I'm over here. Here's the thing. I have made you feel that way. And here I am at home like, oh, well, it's fine. We'll reschedule. I have all the time in the world now. <laughs> no, Seth and I have actually had a conversation about how incredibly patient you are to know so much and then to deal with someone who knows so little, I think takes a great amount of patience. Oh my gosh. So okay. I'm impressed. Wh whatever. Really we got to get out of this segment. You're being too nice to me. I don't know what's happening I right know. Now. We don't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> um, whenever whenever yeah. we come back, Alice, as, as we mentioned, Allison won't be here. I'll be talking to Koji Ramos. Uh, ironically enough, we're also going to be talking about TikTok there. Uh, whenever we come back, we're going to try to talk about Jesus a little bit with Allison. But also, uh, we have a couple other things to tackle, too. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. All right, commercial time. Allison, on the last segment, we were just talking about how uh, you know I, I needed to be a little bit more proactive. And one of the things that this came from that I didn't have time to share on the show uh, it was that my best friend, I, I called him the other day, and he called me out for being lazy. Uh, yeah, and, what? And, and here, here's what happened. He's, he's a great friend. And he was like, hey, I have all these ideas for like content that you can do on YouTube and the podcast. And I was like, Jacob, I've had all those ideas. And he said, where are they? I said, I just haven't done them. So he's like, do them. So this week, two weeks ago on the, on the podcast, I promised that every week I'll be sharing one of my talks. And for two weeks in a row, I didn't do it. But this week... Because my best friend yelled at me. You can go to uh, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. What I'm calling them is my living room retreats because I'm in my living room giving a talk. I love it, Taylor. And, and you can be in your living room and watching the talk. Not you. You're already perfect and holy and, and all these things. But other people. I want to watch the talk. <laughs> so uh, you're, not the, you're not the boss of me. I, well, I am, but that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> QQ. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, Hold on. Hold on. What? Hold on. What is QQ? It's a... You were there. It's an inside joke, and you were there for it. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> no, tell me. No, I, I, I can't. We're making the longest commercial ever. I'll tell you later. <laughs> we're making a commercial? Yes! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> go to go to Forte or go to youtube.com slash no go to youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. You can do the living room uh retreats with me. I also put up a new song. It's uh it's Shane and Shane singing, but I insert my voice into it. Show it Shane and Shane and Shroll. Uh so go listen to me sing with Shane and Shane, even though they didn't invite me to over on youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Best slash worst commercial ever. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. My name is Taylor Schroll. It would be weird if it changed since the last segment three minutes ago. I don't know why I said that. I think it's because of what I told you earlier. I didn't sleep much last night, and I'm kind of broken, but it's okay. We've got a professional here to save the day. Mr. Koji Ramos is here, and I am excited uh, to talk to him. Uh, Koji, uh, first of all, welcome in. It's nice to have you here. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Secondly... I have, uh, I, I, for a long time, I was appreciative of you from afar. You, you're very creative, like both in your professional work and in some of the, the stuff you're doing personally. Uh, and I got to meet you. Uh, you probably don't remember because you were running around frantically recording yeah. for SLS. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I know you from the internet. And I looked into your eyes and like, I looked deep into your eyes and there was just dread and panic. <laughs> Not from meeting me, which is how people usually react to meeting me, mm-hmm. but I could tell you were busy. Uh, so I was like, I, you know, I got to meet my hero, and, uh, and, and he walked away eight seconds later. So welcome in. This is your punishment for uh, being busy that day. <laughs> wow, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that, and I apologize. I was busy. I was running around. So. No need to apologize, man. I, I've, I have uh, worked enough of those conferences, yeah. and I was, I was chilling. Like, we had a booth, but, it, I mean, with these college, these college uh, conferences, they're so chill. So yeah. uh, I was in a much more zen place than you were. Oh, good. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I just was not zen. <laughs> the way I found you was actually on Instagram and, and you're all over social media. And the, one of the first things that I saw is that you're a tremendous dancer. That's like one of the first things that, that drew me in. And I think the reason it drew, it drew me in is because I pride myself on being good at everything that I do. And nice. uh, I, I learned this thing uh, from my youth minister, because this is what youth ministers should teach you. If you only do what you're good at, it looks like you're good at everything. Mm. So dancing, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 6'2", 260 and white. I'm not great at it. <laughs> so I looked at you dancing and I don't dance in public so that other people don't know that I'm bad. They all know that I'm bad. Uh, but watching you it was just this dread of like oh no he's like it's not just that you're better than me at something it's that there is something that you can do that i literally can't even attempt to do oh uh, yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh thanks for noticing that i i don't yeah i used to dance a lot more but now it's just like more for I think we're going to talk about this, but yeah, TikTok. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> more for fun. Um, but yeah, no, I know what you're saying though. When um, when you when you meet someone and uh, they've they have this skill that yeah, you just can't do. You know, there's some things that you just can't do, and I've found freedom in that, knowing that I can't do like sports. I don't know. There's just something in me that like I have good hand hand and eye hand eye coordination when it comes to dancing. But when someone throws me a ball, I like, 
I don't know what to do. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a real thing. Um, and yeah, I would, I would love to be really good at sports, but I'm not. Well, that, so. here, here we here we are, both of us. The grass is always greener. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can play catch, but that doesn't help. Okay. Like, that doesn't like that helps me in my younger years. It doesn't help mm -hmm. me as much now. At least your skill, you can still do. So <laughs> I try. I try. You did mention TikTok, and what's funny is just some some context for you. Uh, my my co-host who you know was here in the first segment. By the way, the reason she's not here is because her dog chewed through her microphone. I believe <laughs> so she wow. she couldn't join us. But in the last segment, we were talking about how she has like in the quarantine found a completely new skill and that skill is TikTok. I am not skilled at TikTok. Uh, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I understand it. I just, I just, I'm not going to touch it. Right. She has gone crazy and she makes like 18 of them a day. And Jennifer Lopez now follows her. No <laughs> way. TikTok. What? <laughs> yeah. It was That's... Like the biggest news of the week. Dude, is that... You put, you put that on your LinkedIn profile for sure. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the two people that have been killing it that I, that I've seen that I've like, at least know, you know, that I've met for at least four seconds at a conference or something like mm -hmm. you've been killing it on, on TikTok. So I think it's funny oh, that, like, that you were like, Oh yeah, I used to dance more, but now I only do it for TikTok. So TikTok is this strange place that is uh, showing us talents of people that we didn't really know that people mm -hmm. had. Um, we didn't know Allison was funny. That's not her job on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we didn't know that you were a tremendous dancer. So I have a couple of guesses as to why your quarantine videos of you dancing have gone up in the last six weeks. I have theories, but I want to hear from the horse's mouth. And yes, I just called you a horse. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, <laughs> what, like, what has made you, is it craziness? Is it wanting to give people joy? Is it, mm -hmm. I literally have nothing else to do? Like what's going on? <laughs> To be completely honest, it's because I work for I work for another organization called the Culture Project, and uh, at this point, we're trying to reach more and more people with a message. Um, and TikTok has always been in our radar, but we just never had the time to do it. Ironically enough, <laughs> now's the time. So, in order for me to, um, you know, teach missionaries to use it as a positive platform, I had to know the ins and outs of TikTok. And, um, yeah. And what started off as like a work project became like, Oh, I get it now. It's fun. It's addicting. And it's, I'm like watching, I mean, I've toned down definitely these past few weeks, but the beginning of the quarantine, I'm so sorry. The next thing I was say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of the quarantine, I was definitely just on TikTok and just like loving every second of it. Because in addition to that too, it gave me a safe place to like kind of revisit that childlike childhood memories that um so before tiktok before all that you know before even instagram i'm a child of youtube when me me and my friends we were just in high school this is like oh five we would just like watch these videos that no one's ever really seen and like and it's it'd be these two dudes lip singing to songs and we're like we can do that i think that's fun <laughs> and we do that and i would have a, a web uh not a webcam but a camcorder where you have an actual dv tape <laughs> and then i would record us like lip singing to songs and then i would then have to convert that tape into a digital file and then that takes like maybe an hour and then i would <laughs> edit it on windows media player um, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, that, it, we would upload it on uh, YouTube. 
and we didn't really care about it. It was just like a place to put things. Yeah. And then it got obviously got bigger and now YouTube's crazy, but yeah, it just like brings me back. There's a correlation. I think once you started posting videos on it, YouTube blew up. That's absolutely it. Yeah. (laughs) I just didn't want any royalties, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, it it just kind of like brings me back to the good old days. I think it's very, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun too. Cause like I I was telling you beforehand, like, I mean, our goal here is to make Catholicism fun again and you're just bringing people so much joy. In, in the middle of, of this quarantine. And, Thanks. and it's interesting that like you, you even started talking about like where that came from, which was, which is like, and then you brought up the culture project. It's like, you, yeah. it's like you're a professional or something because you led right into the next thing I was going to ask you about because I'm always very envious of like actual creatives. So like the Catholic creatives group, I've had a couple of people mm-hmm. in the group on uh, a couple of years ago, we kind of had a run where it was all Catholic creatives on the show. And I was like, well, this has got to stop. It's too much creatives and they make me feel bad about myself. Um, and now, you know, it's been long enough that I think I'll recover from talking to you, you know, within a few months at least. So it'll be okay. I think that the, the podcasters, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody else feels like this, but I've shared before that like the podcasters in the group are like, yeah, we're not real creatives, you know, like let, let's, let's give it to the people who are making slick videos and who uh, know what type of tape is in a camcorder many years ago. It's like, I don't know any of that stuff, you know, and, and you, you took that passion and now you're doing it for your, for your living, for your mission. Mm-hmm. For like, you're, so you're, you're like, I know you're working with the culture project. I know you do a bunch of side, uh, like uh, freelance things as well. Um, so now 10 minutes into the interview, tell us a little bit about what you do for, with your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No worries. Um, well, first of all, I think podcasting is definitely an art form. Um, there's, I don't think it's fair to knock down any podcasters. And I'm, I know that's not what you're trying to do, but uh, I get what you're saying. I do feel bad when I see like really talented videographers and photographers, like just killing it. Uh, particularly, I'm just going to plug him here. Martin George, Jorsenberg. I don't know as I don't know how to say his last name. Great plug. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, I know, great plug. (laughs) Um, Martin Dot Jorzenberg. I'm sorry. He does a lot of work with the CFRs, with the, uh, uh, Francis, yeah, with the Franciscan, yeah. The The Jedi. Wow, I'm blanking. Yeah, yeah, Um, I love his stuff. He has such great work, photos, videos, and everything. So, yeah, to answer your question, um, yeah, I'm a social media manager uh, slash digital, digital marketing specialist here with the culture project. I've been doing this for, um, going on four years now with different organizations. Um, and yeah, I, this kind of just like fell in my lap, like just being a social media manager. I never would have thought that like social media manager would be an occupation. Uh, it all started with just like, um, I was with net ministries first and they needed someone to handle Instagram. And I'm like, I know how to handle Instagram. Right, yeah. So I took that year of just like posting, posting, making mistakes, you know, like relearning Photoshop and learning hashtags and all those things. And, you know, slowly developed into a career, which is just nuts. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. Um, I like, I like what I do because it, my favorite part about it is getting to know the brand, getting to know the why behind the organization and, um, using that as fuel to really extract the beauty that's within it that draws people in. And, um, yeah, I love getting to know the founders of the organizations, the biggest why, like, I love that stuff because that's like, that's the meat, you know? Um, and that's what really drives everything. And my only job is to, they already made the, they already have the beauty. All I have to do is 
come up with something that, you know, that makes it more accessible to everybody. So yeah, that's a little bit of what I do. Again, like I understand what you're saying. You're, first of all, you're very kind to say that podcasters are creative and like we, we belong in the Catholic creatives group. There's just a cast yeah. system and we're at the bottom. That's fine. And, and even as you're talking, like I talk about the transcendentals all the time where it's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're trying to find truth, beauty, and goodness. And then here I am mm-hmm. looking at you and I'm like, man, I, 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 you're just better at all three. Where like, when it comes to truth, I'm deceptive at best. When it comes to beauty, your, your work is, 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 is immensely beautiful and no one has ever called anything with the show beautiful. And uh, goodness, like, I'm, like on my best days, I'm almost good. So you're just knocking it out of the park. And I think I, I just realized why I like your work so much. It's because you're better at every single transcendental than I oh, am wow. with your work. Wow, so, that's a, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. The, the Culture Project is something that I have seen from afar for a very mm-hmm. long time. And if you asked me to tell you what it is right now, uh, I would embarrass myself. So I'm definitely not going to bring that up. So, uh, but just, just to test you, because I'm not, I know that uh, yeah. I, I don't want you to look bad. Do you, before I ask you, do you know what the Culture Project is? <laughs> Not all, not all the time, but for, okay. for the most part, I do. Yeah, <laughs> depends on the day. <laughs> uh, so what do we got? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so the Culture Project was founded in 2014. It's um, it's a nonprofit organization. We hire speakers to give presentations to middle school all the way up to uh, young adults, actually, about the message of the virtue of chastity, human dignity, and proper use of social media. Uh, it's very uh, it's an indirect response to uh, John Paul II's invitation. Um, we're, we're huge, huge fans of John Paul II. Uh, yeah, Theology of the Body, it's kind of our thing too. I mean, that is our thing. Uh, and we just make it, we, we, to quote our, our president, we just make uh, the message of sexual integrity um, and human dignity palatable to today's culture, today's world. Um, yeah, I mean, we have, we have a really, really huge, Huge plan, uh, huge dream is to restore the culture, right? Hence, Culture Project. Uh, and it starts with ourselves. So we commit to a lot of prayer, sacraments, formation, community. Community is a really big deal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. And we do, we do a lot of that online, which is why right now we're just like, <laughs> we're just hitting the ground running as, as, as soon as COVID hit. We're like, all right, none of the missionaries are giving talks. Okay, well, we got zoom. So we just like got on zoom. Now we have like, we've been doing live streams for about six weeks now, uh, twice a day, Monday to Friday. We have awesome content, great guests, experts tonight. Actually, I'm really excited. We have a a Spanish episode, which has been a very, very, uh, uh, sought out because, um, yeah, we have father Gusino. Uh, it's funny. It's uh, funny. Uh, because I've been, you know, booking guests and I actually saw mm -hmm. that the culture project, posted that and then project ym had him on live and i was like you know what i did a retreat with him a few uh, like a few months ago like back when we oh. all hung out in person and uh he was one of the speakers and i led worship and i was, I was like hey oh. why haven't i asked him on the show yet and i texted him he's coming on in a couple of weeks so there you go spoiler, oh, great. spoiler spoiler alert koji yeah. just uh, revealed uh, one of <laughs> our future guests no no it's he's... Come on, don't apologize i just no, put I know. that on you didn't do anything <laughs> no i know he's he's great uh this is going to be his second time on our show and yeah, he's he's great. He's a he's a founder of the organization called Corazon Puro, which is, you know, theology of the body, as well. Um, he, I think, from my from my conversation with him a couple of weeks ago, he takes theology theology of the body to the hood, 
which I just love. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, it's so funny because like, uh, you know, like sometimes you do retreats with people and it's like mm -hmm. your acquaintances, right? But this yeah. retreat that Father Augustino and I did together was like in, inner city Houston. Oh, nice. A, a Catholic school. And mm -hmm. like, you know, you talk about taking Jesus into the hood, man. Like, yeah, we, we went to battle for three days together. You know, mm -hmm. like it wasn't yeah. this, like chill retreat. Oh, let's talk about Jesus. It's like, we're fighting for souls. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end of that retreat, he heard my confession. And so did one of our other retreat members because the other retreat member walked into the room that we were oh privately my gosh. in. Wait, the whole thing? No, no, uh, he didn't hear the whole thing, but like okay. he walked in right at the good part, like the juicy stuff, you know. Oh wow! <laughs> Dang. So now that friend and I are much more than acquaintances as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, so you mentioned being very busy during during this time, and I was oh, wondering yeah. why, and it's because you have all the digital stuff. Because like everyone else that I have texted, uh, it's been really funny booking guests for the show the last like you know six weeks. It's like, yeah. hey, you want to come on the show? The people are like, yeah, when? I'm like, literally any time. And they're like, <laughs> okay, here's a time. Uh, because most of our lives are slowed down. Uh, but thank yeah. we are thankful that you have continued to just ramp up and ramp up and ramp up. You're doing great things. You were like, I'm actually busy. I'm like, really? Like, you're like, I was shocked. I believed you. There's no reason yeah, I should. Yeah. But I was like, wait. Like, no one is busy. Good for you, man. Good for you, man. So uh, to keep up with your with your work, uh, first of all, you got to plug the TikTok. And then to keep up with your professional work, uh, uh, how can people learn more and, and get connected with the Culture Project? Yeah, so the TikTok is at the Koji Dramas. <laughs> I haven't posted much in a while. But if you want to see it, it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow the Culture Project, we're on all social media platforms. We're actually on podcast form as well. Uh, at the Culture Project podcast. You can't, you can't plug that? No other podcasts are allowed to be plugged. Oh, I can't? Okay. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> what is um, it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I know, I know. Uh, the Culture Project podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can you can follow us on all of our social media handles at the Culture Project, INTL, which is international. So the Culture Project, INTL. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We're pumping out great stuff twice, again, twice a day, Monday to Friday. Uh, and it's, it's really great content. Uh, we've had experts come in. We've had Sarah Swafford, Jason Everett. Awesome. Uh, get, you know, uh, Father Gustino is going to be on there. We're going to have Christopher West coming up as well. Um, so really, and Father Josh Johnson, just oh. really great, great people. We're, yeah, we're blessed to just have these people who are so free to just jump in and like, you know, cause our sessions are called, called to love, called to hope. And that's the hope, you know, it's the, remind people that even in the midst of this pandemic, we're always called to love and we're always called to hope, even in the midst of, of this confusion. Yeah. And if this is something that you're interested in, Theology of the Body, you know, if you want to speak to youth about chastity, I know that's something that really drew me in because I didn't, no one really talk, told me about, um, I mean, my parents told me, I grew up, I'm Filipino. So my parents, my mom's just like, don't, no, just, yeah. that's it. Just don't. Um, there was no explanation. Um, and yeah, I, I think I would have lived a way better life in my, my younger years if I had known the fullness and the richness of chastity. So if that's something that tugs at your heart and you want to be a part of it, we're accepting applications right now. The missionaries at thecultureproject.org slash apply. Well, I'm glad you shared your personal story about uh, why you enjoyed that because the way you said it, you were like, 
Uh, if you want to talk to young people about chastity and like 97% of the people listening were like, ooh, <laughs> that sounds very <laughs> difficult. And you were like, I wish I had this and it would have helped me. And it's like, okay, I can get behind the mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Cozy, thanks a lot, man. Everybody go follow the Culture Project. But more importantly, go follow <laughs> Cozy on TikTok because those Great. are the important things going on in the world. <laughs> Cozy, thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. We'll be right back, and hopefully we'll find Allison Sullivan, who is lost. She will. She was lost, and she might be found. We'll see. Don't go anywhere. All right, Allison. You, you gave me the greatest plug in the world for Patreon right at the top of the show. Uh, but we, <laughs> we, we got to tell people we got to tell people what we're doing. So here's the thing. I, like I said in the show, like I've been super, super busy, like before quarantine and then quarantine hit. And I've just been able to do a bunch of stuff. I've been catching like all the bonus content is late. Uh, but it's coming. So if you want all the bonus content for every episode from like the beginning all the way up to about eight episodes ago, and I promise I'll catch up over the next couple of weeks, um, you get bonus content and you get to give me money. And, uh, you know, money is good because I've run out. Uh, so patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. You can hear all the things. Uh, so like we talked about your TikTok, right? There's there's your great TikTok videos that went viral. There's your TikTok videos that are also silly. There's your TikTok videos where you make your kids do things that you probably shouldn't make them do. And then there are your TikTok videos that you can't post because I tell you no. That type of content is the content that we put out on patreon.com slash Forte Catholic. That's right. <laughs> it's IE the good stuff. It is the good stuff. So, <laughs> so uh, go support the show and also, um, you know, uh, listen to, to the stuff that I say that would get me fired if I put it on the podcast. That's right. Taylor Schroll, Allison Sullivan is joining me. And uh, Allison Sullivan, uh, one of the things that you and I have both been doing, we talked about TikTok over the last couple of uh, segments here. I, I never thought that would be a topic on the show, but you- I know, right? It's like a high school garbage fire app, and yet here we are. So I, I, I did enjoy. I didn't. You didn't give me a chance to respond earlier, but I did enjoy your uh, hearing your interpretations and how you feel about every social media app. I feel like we should continue to do that at some point, but not today. Yeah, because I have okay. I have a very important question for you. And this, th this okay. I put this out on Twitter, on social media, at Taylor Schroll, at Forte Catholic, and all the social media. You can find out whatever we're doing uh, when we're not doing this hour show. Uh, it's like it's like mass, you know? People usually just spend one hour a, a week with Jesus. And people use, a lot of people just spend one hour a week with me. And there's so much more right. to your life with Jesus, and there's so much more to your life with me. And you can see that on social media. <laughs> yes, but they've met their quota. It's like one hour per week is all they can manage. Well, some people have met their quota with God after an hour too but that, that's a whole other thing we've all we all need to grow we all need to challenge ourselves and I, I i invite people to do it in both of those uh suggested ways so on twitter i put out a poll because i was i produce other people's podcasts so one of the podcasts i do she's a lovely woman I, she's actually the same person that i was comparing you to earlier when i was saying I, I, yes I think, i'd love to meet her she sounds lovely she is lovely she's great she's a great podcaster just not great with the technical stuff which is why i help her and, and uh, she pays me you don't but that's a whole other thing we'll get into that another time <laughs> uh, so, so the way that I, I love her to death i'm not making fun of her but she's the first person that i noticed you know how like when you're buying a new car you, you you've never seen that car and then once you buy the car you see it everywhere you know what i'm talking about oh sure yeah. sure yes so that's or once you hear a word you don't know and then you start hearing the word everywhere that's how okay, i feel ahead. at mass the way she says p-r-a-y-e-r -E is prayer 
like we're, we're oh, uh-huh. like we're going to to go say a prayer and and yes she said it and as i'm editing i'm editing her talk i'm not editing prayer out but i'm editing other things and i hear her say sure. like this is the first time i've ever heard somebody say this and then i started thinking yes. like is it really and then i had the most cra- one of the craziest moments of my life I'm talking to my okay. wife and she brings up talking to Jesus and she calls it prayer. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so I, I put out a poll. How do you say, and I, and I did it like phonetically. And I was like, how do you say prayer? Like P R E Y dash E R like prayer or P R A R E prayer. How do you say? Yes. It? I say prayer. Yeah. Now, like a normal person, but I do think that it is a relevant question to ask where these people are from. I don't think it matters. I'm, I'm right. No matter what, no matter what kind of, uh, social construct I came up in, I'm always correct. Um, okay. So do you have words like this, your own self where people are like, Oh, you say that weird. Uh, cause I have, one I say everything correct. That makes fun of. So when you read a P O E M, how do you say that? Poem. You okay. say poem. Because you've noticed this? Yes. It bothers me and drives me insane. <laughs> you <laughs> Stand with Seth. Stand with Seth. <laughs> Bald men for the win. You're weird. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've been wanting to talk to me about this. <laughs> oh, the, the like, here's the thing, Allison. Uh, you were trying to you, you are you were complimenting me earlier on something else. I think one of the things that people don't realize that I hold back because I don't hold back much. One of the biggest things that I hold back, and, and I've realized this about myself though, like ever since I started editing other people. Like I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. listening to nine other people and editing out sure. the things I don't yes. like. So yes. now that I'm like in charge of what like 15 people involved with these projects say. Now yeah. every time I hear somebody say something in real life and I can't edit it, it drives me insane. Interesting. That is an interesting little side effect. Wow. Yeah, no. So I do a lot of editing too. And people have different speech patterns or even like really strange habits of like there, there'll be some like circular and then so I'll just take out a whole loop to keep people, you know, like on target. Right. Or or even um just bad habits, which we, we've talked about some of mine, you know. Yeah, you you have the 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 uh like suburban white girl one where you click your yeah. tongue all the time anyways yes so seth thinks that i sound ridiculous because i phonetically say poem however here's how he differs from you he thinks that it should be p-o-m-e like pronounced poem and you're saying poem poem yeah so y'all are both wrong uh that's okay you're saying p-o-i-m you deserve each other uh- that's bizarre <laughs> So I was validated by a poll that got 447 votes. 74% of people agree with Prayer. me and 26% of people either hate me and did the thing. They knew what I wanted the answer to be and picked it yeah. to make me mad. There's a selection wrong. bias with any poll you put out, Taylor. This is the first poll that I've ever put out that I got the answer that I wanted because there were enough people that voted that it wasn't just my friends trolling me just to make me angry. Either way, they got what they wanted because here I am yelling about it on the show. That's all they ever really wanted. Right. Um, but uh, the, the other thing that, that drove me crazy is something that you just did, uh, is that they were like, oh, uh, actually, phonetically, your bottom one should have been P-R-A-I-R. I'm like, it's my poll. I gave two <laughs> options. Just pick one. 
stop arguing with me? <laughs> well, I'm I'm correcting people's grammar in my head all the time. I'm I'm that annoying, Karen. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> suburban white woman. Okay, yeah. uh, so uh, here's here's what happened on last week's show. That was the important thing we had to get to. What happened on last week's show? is sometimes, I, like I have segments, the show goes on the radio, it needs to be a certain amount of time. And we went way right. over in one segment. So what I had sure. to do in the final segment, I always do some math in between segments. And I'm like, okay, this this segment needs to be five minutes shorter, which is a lot. Like that's a, that's a, that's a uh, you go from sure. an 18 minute segment to like a 12 to 13 minute segment. That's about where we sure. were. And I told Father Anthony this, and I told myself this, and usually, I mean, people who've been listening to the show, we we talk about the random stuff that doesn't seem like it's Catholic, and then with the last couple of minutes, we connect it to something. We hopefully you forget that you're listening to, to you know something Catholic. You're enjoying yourself. That's the goal. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh yes, this is Catholic. And like, I feel like that's how people react to me. Oh yeah, he is Catholic. I forgot, you know. But I, that's yeah. that, that's the goal for the show, and. So I got 13 minutes into the to the last segment, and I was about to connect it to the gospel message. And then I realized that the segment needed to be 13 minutes. So it just ended. <laughs> so we made no point. So I decided, um, you know, a good a good radio host and a person that really cared would have been like, you know, right at the top of the show of, of this week, just being like, hey, we're going to pick up where we left off. Here's the gospel message. And I said, we're going to wait until there's about, you know, Seven minutes left to make sure that okay. this gets in. So here we are. I want to talk about. These are those seven minutes. These are those. We, we are here. This is the time. The time is now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, let us. Pray. Let us. Let us. Prayer. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I had to follow up because a few weeks ago on the show, uh, it was there was the, the show right after Easter. I was I was. I was making a joke with the verbiage that I used, but it wasn't joking how I was feeling. Like here we were, everybody's celebrating the resurrection and it still felt like it's Lent. Like everything's gone. We're all still right. suffering. And I, and I made the, I made the joke coming from a real place. It's like, I think Jesus is still in the grave. You know, like where, where, where's the celebration of the risen mm -hmm. Jesus. And then the following mm -hmm. week I was like, okay, he's risen now. Um, I, you know, like essentially what it was is like we have our Good Friday and Easter. A week later, the Orthodox have their Good Friday and Easter. Yeah, so in my yeah. spiritual life, Jesus died on our Good Friday and rose okay. on the Orthodox Easter. <laughs> so it just took him mm -hmm. a little longer in my personal yeah. life. But then I started praying with um, like a lot of the daily readings. And one of the, one of the podcasts I talk about all the time, Pray As You Go, it goes through the daily readings and kind of helps you pray with them. And it was going through all the times that Jesus appeared to people after the resurrection right so these are stories that a lot of people have heard if we were all still going to mass on sundays we would be hearing them now and it's right. it's the story of, of jesus appearing and it said that this is the third time that jesus appeared and that's the most important thing to keep in mind as we go through this story because it makes the whole thing bizarre okay so it starts simon peter said to them i am going fishing <laughs> that's how the story yes. starts yes uh, they said to him we also will come with you. And I feel like, I feel like a lot like these disciples. Not only, I always imagined that this story, uh, I, I guess like my chron chronology, chronology was wrong. And I yeah. thought it was like Jesus died. They were waiting for him to show up. And then this story happened. No, he's appeared right, to no. them twice already. 
he's appeared to them in the upper room. But the one thing just that I think is worth mentioning is that I feel like the disciples were always kind of like, hey, Jesus, why do we have to be here? I mean, Jerusalem was this like hustling, bustling city, and they fell in love with each other for lack of a better, <laughs> I don't know, way to put that. But they really you know, formed their friendship in Galilee. So it was like, let's just go back to Galilee. So when I hear Peter say, I'm just going to go fishing. What I hear him say is like, forget this. I'm going home. Right. You know, right. like, it, so anyways, okay, go ahead. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it was. It like, it wasn't their like physical home, but it's what they were used to and what they were comfortable with. Right. right and it right. was something very natural. It wasn't a spiritual act at all. It was just like, I'm going fishing. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And, like, that's this, how this feels like, and then I think about his dejection, you know, and how sad he was to have, you know, denied Jesus. It's like, I'm going to go do the only thing I know how to do. Yeah. You know, exactly. Which is how I feel in the quarantine. It's like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to make content because that's all I know how to do. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, when it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus, which I, I, again, I said, it makes the story bizarre. It's like, how do you, how do you not recognize him? He's already showed up to you twice. <laughs> you know, like, right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus is alive. What do you mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. A dead person just talked to you and you forgot. So G Jesus said to them, uh, children, have you caught nothing to eat? They answered him. No, I love their full succinct answer. Um, so he said to them, cast the net over the right side of the boat and you will find something. They cast it out. They were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciples who, uh, who Jesus uh, loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. So they realized that it was Jesus because he redid the miracle that he did at the beginning. You know, he's like, right. hey, throw out. Your... And they caught a bunch of fish. So there's the miraculous, right? Jesus performs the miraculous. So they realize that it's him. But here's here's the, the, the one spiritual nugget that Taylor will give you this week. Are you ready for this? I am. This blew me away. It blew me away. So he just did the big miracle, which is what made them realize it was Jesus. But what is Jesus doing at the time? Peter goes over, all the disciples go over. And uh, what does Jesus say to them? Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the, the net ashore full of 153 large fish. Uh, and Jesus said to them, come have breakfast. And that mm -hmm. come have breakfast Mm -hmm. hit me like a ton of bricks because Aww. it's like, oh yeah, here's Jesus, the spiritual person. Yeah, he did this, did the miracle. But what did Jesus want to do with his disciples? He didn't really want to do the miracle. He just did that so he, they would recognize him. And he's like, just come have breakfast with me, you yes. dummies. Oh, <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. So I, I, I have felt so like quote unquote behind in my spiritual life. You know, like prayer yeah. hasn't been great. Spiritual life, I'm sad. I'm angry all the time, uh, mostly at, at my co-host, but that's a whole nother thing. I apparently I ruined their lives, but you know, whatever. But Jesus inviting them <laughs> to come have breakfast. He's just like, would you just come do the, your natural things and just come do it yeah. with me? And just do it with me. Right. Yeah. Because that's what Peter was doing. He was going to do a simple thing, just not with Jesus. He's like, I'm right. going to go do what's easy and comfortable. I'm going to go right. fishing. And Jesus is right. like, come have breakfast with me, you dummy. I love you. You know, <laughs> I keep, I return. So when I have felt the way that that you've been feeling, and I think we've all been feeling that, I, th I feel like we've been taking turns feeling that. And so like when I'm down, I will see another friend online that's making me laugh or doing something creative. And I kind of borrow some of her energy until I get mine back. And then, you know, vice versa, we need each other. We're better together, all that. Um, but when I'm down and out and when I feel lonely and when I, it does not feel like God is near to the brokenhearted at all. I mean, I know that that's true because scripture says it so, but I do not feel that way. Um, there's this word 
that I will kind of, that I will put on repeat in my mind. It's taped to my mirror and it's the word abide. And so I will come up because that can be a fancy word. I mean, I, I don't use that word in my everyday language, but what that word does is it, it, kind of shakes me awake to, to have to really think about what it means. And it's exactly what you just described. Abiding is not, you know, jumping through rigorous hoops of spirituality or theology or doctrine. It's doing the, it's inviting Jesus into these normal everyday, um, you know, just, I don't know, just simple ways to experience, experience him and for him to be near and all of that. And that he just does not require extremes, Yeah, you know? So the challenge for the, for the week listener is to have breakfast for breakfast with Jesus. Just, just, you know, make some eggs and some bacon. Uh, thank God that you're not Jewish so that you can have that bacon and just have breakfast with Jesus. You know, uh, Peter, Peter, James and John couldn't eat bacon, but you can. And that's the blessing of being Catholic. Allison Sullivan. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks Taylor. Love you. Thanks for being patient with me. You're welcome. I'll be back next week. Say it. Allison, we had such great conversations today on the show that I just I, I kept I kept running out. I had so many things I wanted to talk about, and one of I the know. one of the things that I wanted to talk about was uh, I just finished the backlog of a certain podcast called Sinner Saint Sister. Have you heard you of this? Did. I did. Get out of here! I did. I it. love that. Yeah, so it's it's my favorite Catholic women's podcast that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, but ironically, so it, this is your podcast, if it's not obvious to people yet. Uh, it's, yeah. it's tremendous. And uh, well, thanks. Uh, I, I really enjoy it, even as a you know, very, very manly person. A uh, burly, I, even. <laughs> and uh, the, the reason that I wanted to promote it is I, I realized we hadn't promoted it in a while. But also your friend and mine, Catherine Whitaker, posted a picture of her wearing her Sinner Saint Sister shirt. The same, and I saw the video as I was wearing my Sinner Saint Sister shirt. Oh, I love it. That makes me so happy. Seeing them randomly is delightful as well. Like walking through Target and seeing a Sinner Saint Sister shirt, that is a highlight. Well, the, the highlight life. for me is uh, people looking at me strangely because I'm wearing a shirt that says sure. Sister on it. So that's my favorite. Uh, go find Sinner Saint Sister wherever you listen to podcasts.